Mississippi, she's calling my name. Catfish are jumping that path. What up? It's your boy DJ Billy A, and welcome to a very, very special episode of the 209 Till Infinity podcast. You could tell that we didn't kick it off with our our standard theme music. Yeah, you boys have a theme song for this podcast that generally we would kick it off with. Uh, we did not do that today because this is a special episode. This is a tribute episode. Uh, and I'm going to kind of hand it off to my man, Mr. Savage O'Malley, and let him kind of explain where we're at and what we're doing today with this uh, special, special episode. Uh, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Scott, a.k.a. Savage O'Malley. Uh, and uh, th- this is, in fact, a tribute episode. And uh, if you've been following along for the uh, l- last couple months, you've known there's things going on in the air and we've alluded to on top of me starting my new position and all these other things there's been some we actually even missed a week right of recording which is the first time that had happened in three years yep and um so there's a lot of things going on and uh and that's kind of why we're gonna have a tribute episode so uh for everyone who doesn't know i know that there are a lot of listeners out there who already do know uh, my father passed away uh, a little over a week ago, uh, two weeks now, um, and that's kind of what's been going on right. um, on top of all the craziness of the regular world. Right. Um, yeah. I uh, we talked about how big of a deal it was for me to leave my position of 15 years at a company, and then I'm going somewhere else, and it right. was, you know, going from nonprofit to big bad government and all of these things, and um, right. My first day was May 24th, and late Saturday night, early Sunday morning, the 22nd or the 23rd, my dad got airlifted to Roseville. Right. So that's a day before I'm supposed to start this huge, right? Right. So I've been dealing with that the entire time I've been trying to start my new work life. Right. You know, um, and so during those last two months, uh, he was in the hospital in a care facility and back and forth. and. There was a lot of things that was going on, and and um, and uh, without, you know, really delving too much into the specifics, um, something happened, and this is the scary thing, and I'm I'm gonna just definitely say this out loud because I don't want to get into all of the specifics about what he was dealing with, but I will tell you this, and this is the scary part for me is he was maintaining for the most part, right, and then one little thing went haywire. Right. And when one little thing goes haywire, that can be it. Right. He had he developed an internal bleed. Right. And with the other stuff he was dealing with. Right. That was it. Like yes. Just, there's nothing they could do. And it was and it was so it, it, comforting but also sad when I had talked to some close people and you know they were like, yeah, that's what happened to my uncle. That's what happened to my mom. That's what, you know, right. one little thing can go haywire and then there's just nothing they can do because you got, right. you know, you got two choices here. We try to fix this and it's, you know, needle in a haystack type luck or do what we can to make the rest of their life as comfortable as possible. Right. So that was hard. Um, and it was, it was one of those things. And you know this because you're close to me. 
when it happened, it happened fast. Yeah, incredibly fast. And and uh, for the record, the, the, we uh, we obviously do not own the rights to this music, but right, uh, you know, my dad and then we we had a, a little memorial up in Amador County, and we'll talk about that. Uh, but uh, when I think of my dad, and we've talked about this on this show, absolutely right, Doobie yeah. Brothers, Creedence Clearwater, yes. Leonard Skinner, Steppenwolf, that kind of stuff, that just makes me think of my dad. So right, we figured we'd switch it up a little bit in in, in further memorial episode and and uh, have that in the background. So hopefully you appreciate that because I know this pops would. Oh, hundred percent, absolutely. Um, so uh, as I was saying, it went very fast. Right. It, it just, you know, the whole process was like slow and it was frustrating and the hospitals and I was trying to work and I couldn't really help out as much. And so right. I was only doing weekends and then it was just really a, a difficult time. Um, and then when, when, it, when it took that turn, it went fast. Right. And then like the last two weeks or so have been a whirlwind. Right. You know, with a lot of things going on, and 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 um, and uh, just the the entire like uh, situation that is encompassed with a parent. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And with having a remaining parent, and and the siblings, and the family, and the extended family, and it's hard to to please not not please everybody, but to try to meet everyone's needs absolutely it's, a, it's it, an insane balancing act it's i can Im- only imagine it's impossible yeah it, and, and i got a little taste of it when my grandmother passed away a year and a half ago right two years ago it's so weird like i my time schedule's off because of 2020 like, right people can't figure out what a year ago we was. lost a year yeah yeah we literally lost a year we've never had it in, yeah. our, in our lives in our lifetime where we were like I don't even remember that year. Dude, it can't it, I just hit the anniversary of living in the first home I ever purchased for a year. It was a year in July. It came and went. I, I looked at Amber, we're now in August. I was like, you, you realize we've lived here for a year now? But we bought that home July of quarantine. In the midst of lockdown. So there was so much other shit happening and everything going on that we were just trying to get through that. I think everybody just was trying to get beyond 2020. And forget about it. So we've erased that year from our memory banks. It's nuts, but it's well, true, man. Well, the bad news is 2020 was terrible. Yeah. And then people were like, and we talked about this on the New Year episode, how we people did. were like, yeah. Oh, New Year. Let's go, baby. Everything's getting better. And, and then I, I think I even said it on the show, like, we're not out of this. It's not even close. Oh, like no. 2021 may be worse. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's proving pretty bad. Right. right. And uh, on top of all of this stuff going on, it's now... Uh, as very normal in California, it's not summer, it's orange season. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which means there's some type of fire trying to burn down the entire state. Absolutely. Which happens every freaking year, at least the last three years. So, it happened quick, trying to appease everybody. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's. I got a little taste of it when I was trying to help with my grandma and all that stuff, because as a grandchild, like... I had to let the parents kind of do their thing, but then as the oldest grandchild, like I was looked upon to do certain things. So I got a little taste of it then, but then when it's your parent, you know, it's a big difference. You know what I mean? So of course, absolutely. And so the it 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 tailspinned. 
It was it was done, and then like the last couple weeks have just been, uh, like I said, a whirlwind, and yes. um, and such a whirlwind that we didn't even know if we'd be here this morning until about ten o'clock last night. Right, correct. Because yeah, planning and kind of appeasing everybody's schedules and. And uh, I, I, I don't know if I've said a piece this much in an episode. <laughs> no, no, this is, yeah. We have a lot of things that we repeat and say constantly. A piece isn't one of them. Yeah. So hey, if you're playing 209 hey. Bingo and you've got a piece hey. on there. If you've been playing 209 to Infinity bing, <laughs> Bingo and you've been waiting years for the appease times too, yeah. today is your lucky day. This is this is the one, man. Get your dauber out. <laughs> someone, is, someone is sitting in their car. Just screaming, yes, bingo, bingo. <laughs> I did it, finally, after three years. A piece! Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I wouldn't have put money on a piece. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but we are here. We and, are. Uh, we are. We made it. And uh, I, I just thought that this wasn't something we could avoid. Right. We'd probably just be like, nothing happened. No. Because a huge portion of... The people that are, are hardcore pod squatters and, and yes. people who listen know me, know us, know my family. It's friends and family. Yeah, Absolutely. a lot of it, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then there's people that, have, you know, be, on, be honest, like the the people who kind of become people you talk to. Right. Right? Like Extended family. Right. Yeah. And uh, people who we know because of this show. Absolutely. Right? People we've, we've grown relationships. So, uh we definitely wanted to take a chance to honor my dad, and, and yes. my dad is no stranger to you. No, absolutely not. You yeah, know, we we've like uh, you know when we were at the memorial, like um, Bobby Barbacoa showed up. Yeah, and that was a surprise. I didn't know he was coming, and, and uh, yeah, I had no idea. I, I'll tell you this, man. Uh, let's just dig into the memorial real quick, since I just you know opened that door. Trying to figure out how to celebrate somebody's life is very difficult yes because everyone has an opinion of, of course yeah and there's no textbook there's no no there's no this is how to do it and you'll just follow this and you'll be fine because every person is different every person is and uh and so that was a difficult process trying to figure hey, also, if you could go ahead and figure this out while you're trying to grieve, that'd be great. Absolutely. Yeah, you know there, I mean? there's the trick, right? And, and, yeah. and, and, and like you said, an insane balancing act. Yeah, for because, sure. Because part of it is we're trying to process. Right. But then part of it is also we got to start moving on some stuff. Correct. You know? Yeah. And so maybe somebody's not ready to. Maybe somebody needs a little more time. Maybe we don't have time. Maybe lot. Insane balancing. Regardless, act. the clock is ticking, and and there's only so much time to do something like that. That's not one of those things you could be like, well, you know, next year we can handle that, right? Yeah. And one thing that I have learned during this process is that you cannot appease everyone. Correct. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. This is true. You and, just can't do so it. So you've got to kind of make some concessions personally and right. for the greater good, if you will. Right. And so we decided that uh, one of the things that my pop said he wanted was uh, he wanted when my grandmother passed away, all of the family was in a hotel and we were together and we were hanging out by the pool and we were we went and did the, the memorial service and we came back and we right. had a dinner catered and he just loved 
everyone, the family, and the close extended family together. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's something that he apparently talked to. I didn't. My, my mom told me this. Something that he very much wanted, and uh, was really, uh, you know, that he really enjoyed. So we felt like that would be a good way to honor him. Right. But my dad was also a pretty major figure in Amador County in the community. Right. You know, he spent the better part of 40 years. Right. You know, I I moved to, I'd say 40, 30, somewhere between 38 and 40 years. Right. Either being a Little League coach or a softball coach. Right. Or a restaurant owner. Correct. Or a... um, a groundskeeper at a high school, right, or right. you know what I mean, or announcing the football games at Argonaut, or you know, just when you're somebody like that, and and, and you can kind of speak to this a, a, a little bit. My dad had a very welcoming personality, hundred percent, and yeah. open, like yes, if, if 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 like he talked to you like he'd known you his whole life. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. Yeah, that, that 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 was one of the memories I shared. You, you had the book where you could, the guest book where you could yeah. sign in and put a memory. But it doesn't give you a lot of space to really, you know, articulate exactly what you're feeling and how you're feeling. But the thing I loved you, about... You, you need to write my Amazon review. Yeah, that's right. Man. The thing I loved about Randy is, you know, when, when you bump into somebody that, you know, I didn't have the privilege of... Because you and I, when we hung, when we really started hanging out, was post-high school. Like, kind of towards the end of high school and then after high school. So I didn't have that, I'm going over to Scotty's house and hanging out. And we're going to spend the night. And he's going to spend the night at my house. So I didn't get to spend a lot of time around your family, like, growing up. Like, my next-door neighbor, Adam Forte, like, he lived next door. And I moved here in the seventh grade. So he and I were back and forth. I got to know his mom and his pops. And he got to know my parents. You and I didn't have that that um, interaction because we kind of connected a little bit 93 92 93 94 somewhere in that ballpark so uh, but you know when you when you run into someone that you see just like if they come into your work or you bump into them at the gas station or you bump into them at a restaurant and you kind of go which, which definitely happens in a place like Amador, Amador County. County small town so you go through the motions like oh hey man how you doing good how you doing you exchange pleasantries you maybe check in and see how their kids or wife are doing. It's very uh, matter of fact. It's very, you're just like covering all your bases, going through the motions, getting through it and getting to the other side. When I ran into Randy, when he would come into the restaurant where I worked for 18 plus years, or I saw him at the gas station, or I'd run into him at Safeway a lot. I, I don't know why I did a lot of shopping at Safeway, I guess, and so did Randy. Anytime I saw him, he genuinely genuinely was grateful i could just tell he was so happy to see me he'd get a glint in his eye and a smile on his face and he couldn't wait to tell me what you were doing what sweet tea was doing what they'd been up to and then checking in on where i've been where i'm at how's the restaurant how's work how's my kids um and he would have sat there and talked with me forever you know and and i just feel that feel that when you and i we're going to a concert and I came and picked you up. I think it was at your uncle's house and pops was there. We started chatting it up and you were like, Hey Bill, we, we, we need to go, man. <laughs> Show starts at like sh- show's going to be going. We need to, I, I, w- I will say this. There's a lot of things. And if I sat here or we sat here and we talked about 
all the great things about my dad. Yeah. We might run out of recording space. Dude, I'm saying, man, like literally. That, that he, being said. Yeah. He was a talker. Yes. And I, I mean, you'd have thought that we spent years together. Um, when he saw me, when we connected, it just was always genuine. He always was happy and excited to see me. And he, you just saw the glint in his eye and the smile on his face, knowing that he was so stoked to be talking with me that I walked away feeling better. I walked away feeling good. Like, man, that was a great, what, what a great dude, man. What a great conversation. Like when somebody is just genuinely happy to see you who doesn't have to be, doesn't really have a reason to be. He just is because he is because that's who he was. You just feel good. And that was his energy, man. Like, it was legit. It was real. He just enjoyed my company, enjoyed talking with me. And I think from the celebration of life that we had, I like that term, celebration. Like, I love that. I, I, we'll get more into that in a minute. But I just, it was great what you put together and what you and your family put together for your pops was amazing. But yeah, I just, he did that for me. And what I realized, he did it for so many people because the turnout was incredible. He just touched a lot of people's lives, man. And uh, what a legacy to leave behind. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 I want to comment on something that you said specifically. When I would run into somebody and I was with somebody, whether it was a girlfriend or a friend or right. a colleague or somebody, right? And my dad would do his thing. Right. Like you just talked about, right. right? Yeah. And you would walk away after being done, uh -huh. after, you know, we were heading out or whatever, right? You talked about how, like, it made you feel good. Right. You could literally see that on you. Like, he brought such excitement and happiness yeah, to people. Absolutely. And, and wouldn't you described it right now? I immediately visualized... All of these people having the same look yeah. when they would be done talking yeah, to him. Absolutely. Like, like, he was genuinely, like, you, you know, you think about people, you know, how many people do you think genuinely make, right? Like, we talked about, remember, at one point, someone had asked me, like, if I die tomorrow, what do you want people to say about you? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And my answer was, man, Savage was a good dude. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I think I got that from my dad. Yes, 100%. I agree. Totally. Now, I will say this. Maybe there's some stuff I don't know, and maybe I'll, you know, loosen up a little bit as I get a little bit older. I think I'm a little bit more of an asshole than my dad. <laughs> okay. Or okay. have the ability to be. Sure, sure. Um, But maybe he was an asshole in his 40s, too. I don't remember. <laughs> you know? Right. So I, I think that... Uh, but I, I, when you said that, I immediately visualized multiple people, like, when you walk away from him, like, just kind of beaming with, like, he just brought it out of you. Like, Absolutely. Like, you know? Yeah. You, you don't, you know, how many people have you run into that you're like, oh, man, you know, there's Bob over there. I, I used to work with him or we went to school together. Oh, he's, oh, shit, he made eye contact. All right, now I got to say something, you know. And you're just going through those motions. It's not that you dislike the person, but you're just trying to go about your day and, and maybe get groceries or get gas and keep it moving. But now you've made eye contact and there's this kind of forced false, like, how you been? Oh, good, you, good, man, it's been a minute. Hey, how come we don't see each other? Oh, yeah, 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 chop, chop, what, 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 whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop. Okay, cool, talk to you later. It was never that with right. pops it was never that like he didn't ever look like he was going through the motions he was 100 legitimately 
happy to see me and ecstatic to be talking with me. And when someone genuinely puts that kind of energy out, you're just going to naturally feel better. And then, like I said, what I learned at the Celebration of Life is he did that for so many people. And, and, and I'll tell you this. So first of all, so we had the Celebration at Life uh, in Amador County yes. at uh, Cribs Field. Right. Where I spent Sutter uh, Creek. Sutter Creek. Many, many, not only me, but my brother, uh, Brian, and my sister, Tiffany, a.k.a. Sweet Tea. Yes. Lots of time there. Baseball, softball, um, team picnics, things, birthday parties. Right, right, yeah. You know, back in the time when there was an actual creek there. Yeah. Not just not just rocks. Yes. Yeah, rocks and dirt now. Man. Um, but uh, and, and, and it was really weird because I was, you know, the, I'll tell you this. I'll be honest with you. I was really nervous going up there, man. Yeah. Because I was like, what if nobody shows up? Right, right. Like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I knew that there was a certain amount of people that were going to show up just because right. I already knew they were coming. Um, but, you know, it's the middle of the week. Right. School's starting. Yeah. People work. Like, it's hard. Like, yeah. I get it. Like, there's people who are like, yo, this is happening. And I'm like, I just started my job. I can't take off on Tuesday at yeah. one and get to, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. San Benito. Right, yeah. For the record, I don't even know where the hell San Benito is. I'm That's not just sure. It sounds far, though. Sounds, sounds far? Yeah. I don't have time. I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. sorry. <laughs> Much respect to you. Um, and, and and so we had a general plan. Right. You know, we wanted to make it as easy as we could. No yes. barbecuing and cooking and, and, and just, you know. So I contacted Bill and I was like, yo, do you still have the uh, speaker for the outdoor? Because I remember at one point you had one. Yeah. And you had a way to set up a system with some speakers. And we were able to get some music playing and we did a lot of this kind of stuff. Yeah. And um, just got finger foods like veggie tray, sandwich platters, croissant sandwiches. Bill can attest it was very good. The food was delicious, man. I was. Um, it was a, It was an amazing day. It really cookies, was. Cookies, chips, just kind of relaxing, like easy to grab food. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, we set up a table with some photos and a memory book. And there was a, what I don't know what you call the card that you take with you, the, you know. The, it was very nice. I'm not sure the name of it either, but it was like a memorial card with a photo and a little breakdown, like in a description. And you guys had it laminated. And, yeah, it was beautiful. I've got it in the, it's in my car right now, man. It was, it was absolutely well done. And, uh, and so we, we did all that and I was like. Let's hope for the best. That's all we can do. Right. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. it was a thing where timing wise, like we couldn't get it in the paper on time. And so we only had social media and then people sharing it. And uh, it was an absolute success, man. It was. Can you like, imagine the turnout if you'd done it on a Saturday? Dude, you had an insane amount of people there. That was right? what, 60 to 80 roughly at, at yeah, least? at least. At least. And there was people, yeah. like some people were there, then they were leaving, then other people show up. Yeah. And... and uh, and, and and the one thing that I took from that is two things. One thing, one of the two things I took from that was it was I I did understand, but I didn't understand the amount of oh, Merce is in the house. Yes, she is. She does not appreciate young Lafondizi up in here. <laughs> Merce, it's okay, Bubba. Um, I don't think I've ever heard her do that. That is an absolute first. Yeah, she's she's doing it. Merce, the record button is on. Yes, yeah. Girl. 
Justin, get your girl. And uh, I didn't grasp, but I did grasp the amount of people that he was able to reach. Right. Who he made an impact on their life. Right. Um, for the record, because I appreciate humor, I did everything I could to not say the people he touched. Right there. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just so you know, I was trying yeah. to really maneuver my words in a positive manner. Remember right that there? movie School of Rock with Jack Black? He's like, You're, I touched your kids, and I'm pretty sure they touched me too. And they like, the parents start freaking out. No, no, he's like, no, not like that. Yeah, yeah, no, I get where you're going. Uh, yeah. The the impact yeah. that he had on so many people. Right. And the amount of people that he showed up, right? And, and people from... Argonaut, yes. school officials, yeah. principals, administrators, yeah. former colleagues. I was recognizing people from the school system who, you know, I was like, oh, I, re I recognize them. I recognize them. I recognize them. Yeah, he just touched so many. Oh, there I went. I did it. Yeah. He reached so many people. Yeah, absolutely. And and it was old softball players. Yes. And, and, and old coaches and, you know, uh, I think you met my uncle Gary, who yes. drove all the way from um, uh, is it Hanover or Han uh, down by the Lamore? By okay. Lamar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Hanover. Uh, I don't forget what it's called, but he lived down by Lamore. Benita. San Benito. Yeah, that's the one. And uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, just this huge amount of people, and then on top of that, like the other thing is like the people that showed up to support me. Right. Right? Yeah. Who hadn't even met my dad. Right. Right? Like Bobby Barbacoa. Right. Right? Yeah. Bobby Barbacoa came to support me. Right. And to me, that's a direct reflection of my dad. Right. Right? Right. Bobby Barbacoa is one of the guys that said, like, he's told me, like, you're just, you're you're a great guy, dude. You're a good dude, man. Like, you're, you, you in my life makes me... A better person like and i know that's how other people feel about you nice and that is a he told me that long like long before but like that's a direct reflection of my dad to me absolutely right because yeah. we've talked about like i'm more like my dad than my mom right whereas my sister probably scales a little bit more towards my mom's side mm -hmm. and my brother's probably a perfect mix right in the middle right in the middle yeah but that's a re direct reflection of my dad to me right and you know who uh, uh, right my buddy Nate was there. Right. Who has spent tons of time with me and my family over the years and, you know, showed up in his Dodger jersey just like my dad would have wanted him to. Yes. And, and and it was real cool, like, given how much my dad loves baseball, we had people wear their baseball gear if they could. That was awesome, man. And so, like, there was Giants jerseys and A's jerseys and yeah. a Dodger jersey and a Robin Hood jersey. <laughs> you, you know what's funny is I'm wearing my A's jersey and there was... One other guy in an A's jersey and hat, and he came over to me, and I, I wish I could remember his name because we struck up a conversation. Really nice guy. Cannot remember his name right now, which I feel terrible. Apparently, it's my dad's cousin. Is that who? Which I had no idea that he had a cousin in Placerville. Oh, oh yeah. yeah Never met that guy. Yeah, he was talking about being in El Dorado County, and we were chatting it up. Really nice guy, and he's like... Good to see you, man. I did. I thought I'd be the only one in A's gear. I, I, I know, man. We, we're representing. We're part of the same family, right? And he goes, yeah. He goes, but you know who the real brave guy is? Pointed at your buddy in, in the doctor's jersey. He's like, that guy's alone. And I was like, well, you know, it's all good. And uh, so 
that's just like you said like it was just great man it right? was amazing yeah and it was it was all of those things kind of combined right yeah like the baseball aspect the mm-hmm. everyone just kind of chilling the weather was phenomenal yeah, it wasn't they, they like actually gross. played some softball and it was hot yeah it was hot yeah some of the girls went out there with the tee and we're getting some swings in you went yard in honor they, of pops they, i watched you take one out of the park they, baby they did of course me to take some swings they did and uh i i did uh, hey if you if you, it's not easy to hit the ball off the tee 200 feet yeah and take a it softball. At, take it yard a softball right it's right? different yeah. now if someone was throwing it to me and it had a little motion and then i'm moving and i hit yeah. it you know, I would have hit that shit to Sutter Hill. But you would have, absolutely. No, I was impressed. I knew what you were doing, man. I'm like, oh, he's, he's going to take one yard. Also, I was pops. swinging, and, and this is not a gender thing. Yeah. But I was swinging a girl's softball bat. Oh, you, oh, where's so it? it was okay. Thirty three inches, twenty one ounces. So light. like very light. Oh man. So like also that that comes with not a lot of thump. No. Whereas I usually yeah. swing a 28-ounce bat. Right. I'm, which, right, and the difference in seven ounces is a big deal when you're swinging and you're making connection with a ball. And But you know what? Yeah. I went yaya. You did? Sure I, did. I went Mikey Gaga's. You did. You took it out of the park. I hit, I, hit, I hit one to right. I hit one to center. And then I almost hit one out to left that I was screaming to get down because had it gotten <laughs> over, it would have hit your car. It would have, absolutely. And I was like, oh, shit, get down, get down, get down. Don't get out, don't get out. <laughs> And it hit the fence, and I was like, whew. And I want to say you knocked it out of the park, but you actually knocked it into the park. Yeah. Because we were in the park. Yeah. Well, the first one that I hit when, like, my buddy Nate was giving me shit, he's like, yeah. come on. He said something. I couldn't really hear him. Yeah, yeah. The next one I hit out. Yeah. Out of the baseball field, into yeah. the park, and it bounced and rolled right into the bathroom. Yes. That was the one I was thinking yeah. of. Yeah. that's the first one I saw. Yeah. I hit the, I hit Impressive. the piss out of it. You did. <laughs> yes. That's you why did. I went to the pisser. Yeah, that's right, man. But it was just really an amazing event, and uh, it just was able to like. I think the overall feeling, like it wasn't a, it wasn't a somber thing. It wasn't a sad like you know, no. like celebration of life. Like that's we, what I loved, man. That's and, what I and, loved. And, and, we had like, oh, we were going to like have the mic open if people want to share stories or whatever. And I talked to a couple people and they're like, yeah, I don't know if I could do it on the mic. I don't, you know. Yeah. And then we were like, I don't know how, you know, just kind of, there's like I said, there's no, there's no playbook. Right. On how to handle it. And then it just kind of evolved where people were talking with each other and sharing stories and visiting with people they didn't know and like just kind of being around people and talking and it just kind of became this amazing thing. Dude, I can tell you that I've, uh, you know, knock on wood, thankfully, luckily, I have not been to a lot of funerals, but I've been to a handful. I've been to my share in my lifetime. And uh, most of the time, the, I love the term celebration of life because funeral or memorial has a very kind of a darker, more somber, more sad tone and a sad vibe. Um, you know, they ha- tend to have sadder hymns and a priest getting up and talking and giving a very, you know, a eulogy. And it's just has a tendency to be a little bit on the darker, more somber, sad side of things. This was the least amount of tears I have ever seen. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I thought it was incredible. I expect what I expected when I got there was just, you know, tears and people just uncontrollably sobbing because that's what I've seen at other... But this was the opposite of that. There was 
laughter and conversation and food and softball and music. It felt like a, a family picnic. Picnic, mic, 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 mic. It felt like the family picnics I used to go to as a kid that I have not been to in years. It felt like what are if we had the 209 till infinity barbecue. Or the 209 we, Q. The 209 Q or when we had your celebration for starting your new job in the backyard. That's what it felt like. It felt like a party, a celebration. Because I think I think when most people pass, they don't want to know that you're sitting around crying and feeling terrible. They want you to have a party and enjoy yourself and remember all the amazing things that that person did and how you changed their life. And and that's what happened that day. And I was honored to be a part of it. I actually got to live up to the name DJ of DJ Billy A because I brought my old PA system for my band, hooked it up, ran the phone through it and was playing music. And uh, man, we ran through some, some CCR. We ran through some Almond Brothers, some Doobie Brothers. We did... Uh, who did I put on? Leonard Skinner, the Beatles, man. We just had all that classic Southern rock and classic rock going. And, and it wasn't over the top. It was background music, yeah. but it was enough to, you know, you could feel it. Yes. And had you tried to force the mic on people and get them up there and talk, it you can't force something like that. You can't make something like that happen. It has to happen naturally. So if someone just offered to do it, that would have been different. But if you'd have held the mic out and been like, anybody, anybody, hello, hello? Somebody would have done it, but they, they would have done it just because they felt like they had to, not because they wanted to. Right. And it wouldn't have worked. So it was beautiful, man. It was absolutely beautiful. What a tribute. And I think that you brought this up a little bit when during this thing, like how we've talked about, like not everybody can do what we're doing right now. Correct. They're not comfortable with it. No. That. You know what I mean? Like Talking in front of people is a skill. It sounds mm. like it's easy. You just... Get in the room, you put the mic on, and just go. Right, correct. And and it is. Yeah. For us. Sure. But for some people, like, this is, like, scary to death in a nightmare. Like, Oh. Right? Yeah. It'd be like me being forced to sit down in front of people and do math. Ooh. Yeah, that scares me. <laughs> I'd be yeah. in trouble, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's over. Yeah, done. I, 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 I can't do it. That's a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. And you're all <laughs> staring at me. Fantastic. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. And, and so, I... Definitely didn't want to force it, right? And then I na I saw it naturally evolving into this this beautiful thing where people were talking like, and when it first started, like there was like clumps of people, and I was like, ah man, I don't know how we're gonna do this, like you know. Right. And then like slowly people started, and I got on the mic and I was like, hey, we got food. There's a memory table, da da da, you know. Right. And then just people kind of started talking and like coming, like <clears throat> there were some people that were like roaming, grazing, if you will. Yes. And then there was some people like. I didn't end up going to a lot of people because a lot of people came to me. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. I was, uh, you know, just kind of talking to certain people. I was like more in the, the one corner. Mm -hmm. um, I was in the corner by the food, but I wasn't really eating. Yeah, that was also the shade. There you go. Yeah. I was in the shady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sav kept it, keeps it shady. It was it was a warm one. Yeah. It wasn't that bad, though. There no. was a breeze. Yeah, it was, there was. It was. Honestly, I was very happy for it being... August. Yes. In California. California. Yeah, fire season. Was, yeah. Yeah. Could have been uh, a lot worse. Could have been a lot worse. So I do want to say this. We had, uh, from my personal standpoint, I had my boy DJ Billier. Thank you so much for being there. Oh, my pleasure. Um, And you said you were glad to be a part of it. And I appreciate that. I was. Right. My boy, Justin, my son, a.k.a. LaFondizi. Yes. A.k.a. Jayla. Got to meet him. Yeah. I've never met him before. Came. He, he was, he was sp slated to come out here. Um, 
for leave a week after my dad passed. Right. When everything kind of took a turn for the worse, I let him know. He talked to his superiors. They were able to put him on an extra amount of leave for the bereavement. That's awesome. For the grant. So he's been out here since the Saturday after my dad passed. So he's been here for weeks. And a special treat. He's going to be on the next episode. Yes. We're going to get him on the mic. We're going to talk wait. to him. And, uh, you know, a lot of people like uh, one of the things that definitely popped up in the last couple of weeks is like, can you explain the whole how you're his dad and who you are and how this whole thing transpired? Like, right, right, right. Because not yeah. everybody knows about it. You know right. what I mean? And, and it's not a it's not a situation where like it's something that needed to be broadcast over the years. Right. People who don't see me or know me a lot, they're like, wait, you have a son? Right, right. Like my, my, my uncle was like, wait, your son? And then, you know, I had to tell him the story and, and he was like, man, that's amazing. And that's your uncle? Well, he's yeah, my yeah. dad's best friend from high right, school. Right, right, yeah, yeah. But okay. like a guy that I knew and Got have you. known for Ever. the majority of my life, Yeah. right? Probably my whole life, I just didn't know I knew him. Right, right, right. Um, So... You, Lafondizi, like I talked about, my buddy Nate, aka Boot Tuck. Boot Tuck. Right? Yeah, I haven't heard that nickname. Yeah, he yet. was. Okay. Uh, he was. Uh, he came up. Uh, that was uh, meant a lot. Uh, my boy Nate, big emotional guy. Like, yeah, yeah. He, he was. He was emotional. Yeah. And uh, you know, I respect that. Just that just shows how much he cares. Right. You know, Telly Tell showed up. Yes, that's right. Fan of the show. Yeah. Um, my boy Bobby Barbacoa was there. Right? Mm -hmm. Am I missing anybody from uh, my squad? Uh, no, I think you hit it. My brother, hit it. Was, obviously, my brother, my sister. My sister yeah. had a ton of former softball people. Yes. And uh, she had her own coaches squad. And, yeah, she, she squatted up. Yeah, she did. It was awesome, man. It was a great day. Yeah. So, and then a lot of people, like I said, from all different um, walks of life that knew my dad from all, an assortment of things. You know who I was really surprised? Not surprised, but like I said, my dad, uh, to use the term you use, touched a lot of people. Yeah, and uh, right. Uh, also, like, my mom worked in the school district forever. That, right, yes, she did. My mom saw you more than I did for a while. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah, because all my kids went to Amador, so, or and are still going to Amador, yeah. yeah. My dad worked at Argonaut, so that's a lot of people. When you're in the right. county and you talked about how, like, you go to the gas station, you go to the grocery store, you go to a restaurant, you yeah. run into people, right? Small town, and, and the kind of jobs your dad had, restaurateur, groundskeeper, coach, that's like about, in a small town, that's about as close as you come to being like a celebrity. Right. When I worked in that restaurant for 18 years, I felt like I couldn't go anywhere without being recognized. I'd like, on the weekends, like let, let my beard grow in and put on a baseball hat and shades and go to Walmart and be like, no, 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 no. That's the dude that orders the cheeseburger. I don't want to talk to him right now. No, 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 no. Damn it, he recognized me. You know, it's the closest thing to you. So your pops was like a celebrity right. like, in a small town. Yeah. For sure. So a lot of uh, some people that showed up was... Um I'm not sure if you know them or knew of them, but the Peck and Paws. Yeah. So uh, the um, I think their middle daughter, whose name is Eva, mm -hmm. is my sister's age. She showed up with right. her kids, but her parents showed up. Um, Dave and his wife. I'm blanking on her name right now. I think it's Nancy. Nancy Peck and Paw. Uh, but uh, Dave was standing over there talking to us like he talked i talked to dave for 20 minutes right right, right. We we're talking about baseball and baseball parks and he was just like what do you think about this and just asking questions like yeah like honestly he gave me a real dad vibe 
Yeah, okay. He really did. Nice. Like, he was just like, hey, I've got this fantasy thing. What do you guys think about this? Because it was me and Nate and uh, Bobby, and we were all standing over in that corner. Right. You know, and, uh, you know, we were just chatted for 20 minutes, and we were talking about ballparks, and what are the Giants going to do? You think they're going to hang on? Like, right. 20 right. minutes. Yeah. If you if you if you'd have told me, hey, man, when you're done today, the person you're going to talk to the longest is Dave Peckinpah, yeah. I'd have been stunned. Yeah. But it was. Yeah. And so, and and the beauty of the thing, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. So I did want to say this. I did reach out to, um, I I was trying to see if I could get a couple people to get on here and tell us some some stories. Sure, sure. And just like the celebration of life, they didn't feel like they could do it. Okay. But I got some texts. All right, nice, nice. So I asked uh, my boy John, a.k.a. Mad Cyclone. Right. uh, Who, uh is my cousin. Yes. Uh, can you tell me a memory of my dad, a good memory? He said, the best story is when we were driving back and forth from the restaurant to the house when I would stay with you over the summer, we got to sit in the back of the truck and get thrown around, especially when we didn't know the curves were coming. Right. So if you knew anything about when we were kids, there was no seat belts. No. There was no... Suggested childcare. <laughs> Get in the we, back of the we truck literally with the dog had, and hold on. We literally had a Dodge truck and a camper. Yeah. And they'd throw us in the back. Oh, yeah. And if you know anything about Amador County, when you are off of the uh, main roads, even on the main roads sometimes, there's a lot of curves. Oh, yeah. And if you're in the back and you're 6 or you're 8 or you're 10 and your dad's going around the corner at 40, 50 miles an hour and you're just slamming around the back, hitting like literally like a freaking CPS nightmare <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, But yeah. like I didn't think about it as a kid. Like I literally remember like bleeding sometimes because I'd get turned into something <laughs> and hit something. But we'd I'd be bleeding and laughing because we were just it was like a roller coaster. And Absolutely. I think that's awesome that that's uh that's a memory that uh that John had. And uh it certainly brought back that memory for me. For sure. Um I reached out to uh my cousin uh young Tucker Lynch. Okay. Uh, he said, a memory I have was the story told to us as kids of Uncle Randy grilling bar- grilling and barbecuing in several feet of snow with nothing on but his chonies without a care in the world. <laughs> R.I.P. Uncle Randy. Yeah. And I, and I, and I he's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and that gives the idea and the imagery that he was just chilling out there for like hours or whatever while he's cooking. Right. It was more of a, and I don't know. Yeah. I can definitely ask my mom, but I'm guessing my mom probably had the heater rolling or the fires going. Yeah. So because she was cold. Yeah. And my dad was probably like sweating to death. Right. But he was barbecuing, so he'd walk outside, turn the meat, check the sure. meat, whatever, and just be standing out there. Right. And somehow that evolved into him standing <laughs> out there in his chonies for hours while he slow roasted a be- the roast beast. Just put this in the smoker and I'm going to relax out here. Yeah, no. Yeah. I'll be out front, Patty. <laughs> in your fruit of a looms? <laughs> Hello, Joyce. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a great memory. Oh, that's awesome. Um, but uh, in, in, in not inaccurate. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not completely accurate, but right. inaccurate. And uh, my boy, Eddie C., uh, one, of my, one of my real good friends, uh, 
This is this one's this is a good one. I told you this, and this this kind of uh, right. it um, it mirrors what you said a little bit. Right. I said, hey, you have a family memory about my dad or general thought you might like to share, and he said yes. When you were coaching and you had the pancake breakfast, for some reason it sticks out to me big time. He saw me walk in and got a big smile, got up to give me a hug. I hadn't seen him in a while, but he picked up our conversation like we had just seen each other the other night. He was a sponge of info, and it seemed like he had been a part of our lives each and every day. Right. I could tell two things. A, that you talked about our family to him and your mom a lot, and he listened and remembered every single detail. Your pops made me feel like I was his son. I could tell he did that with every one of your homies. Absolutely. And that's it, right? That's the that's it. They, like when you were telling a little bit about kind of what he was and you know, that was it right there. He hit Same the nail thing. on the head. That's perfectly worded. That's a beautiful text right yeah. there. Yeah. And uh and that's it. Like that that beaming of like joy and happiness you talked about when yeah when when you'd be done talking to him. Yeah. That was that. That's it, man. Right? He nailed it. Right. Nailed it. Good job, Eddie C. Yeah, hundred percent. Now, the flip side to that is I grew up with that. So right. you were like enjoying the conversation and I was like, fuck, dude, can we go, dude? <laughs> Yellow Wolf, dude, yeah. let's go. And I was enjoying the conversation. I actually, I'm a massive Yellow Wolf fan. And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. We do have somewhere to be, Randy. To be continued, you know? Like I literally was like, hey, Bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, that, is, that is not an exaggeration by any means. No, that's 100% true. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I literally remember that because I was uh, that was I was in a bad place. And I, right. was, I was really looking forward to kind of just getting out and doing something. Yes. And then, like, you were coming to get me and we were going to go together. And then, like, I just wanted to go. Yeah. And you were like... <sighs> How about this humidity, Randy? Yeah. And he's like, I know, it's really intense. Like, you know what happened the other day? So I was at John's Pit Stop, right? And I was picking up some mambas. And you're yeah. like, okay, tell me more. Yeah. Were you, you at boat work? Were you about, at boat works? Yeah. He started asking me about my job, and I went into the details, and you're like, uh, TikTok here, Bill. Uh, hello, I'm still here. Like, yeah, no, it was awesome, man. And, and it's it's one of those things that I talked about. One of the things I talked about in the last couple of weeks is we're not perfect. No. Nobody's perfect. No. I'm sure that people could come up with a laundry list of things they dislike about me. Maybe not. Maybe I'm sure there's one or a few people that have a long laundry list of just me, and they probably are people I don't talk to a lot. Why, is, like, the, why is it a laundry list? Have you ever thought about that? Because nobody likes laundry. Yeah, exactly. Is that like a really long list? Because basically mine is throw it in the wash, put it out, and hang it up. That's my laundry list. It's not really long, but when, whenever someone talks about a really long list, it's a laundry list. What's another long list? I don't know. We could rephrase it. Yeah, I don't know. That's a great question, but I've always... I, I, I don't say Schindler's. No, that's horrible. It's a different yeah, list. Yeah, that's... Uh, we don't want that to... Oh, yeah, it's a whole other episode. No. Uh, yeah, just never thought about that. Like, my laundry list isn't long. Put it in, hit start, take it out, hang it up, repeat. But what if it's like the things on that you have to wash? Oh, if yeah. Shirt, if you, shirt, pants, yeah. socks, shirt, pants. Like, maybe it's just like the laundry list is everything I need to wash. Fruit of the looms, barbecuing fruit of the looms. <laughs> yeah. These, these fruit of the looms smell like sweet baby rays. That's right. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, man. No. But, uh, but like... There's certain things like when you're trying to honor somebody, and, and I'll say this, you know, one of the things that absolutely annoyed the shit out of me about my dad mm -hmm. was, as you mentioned, he was a talker. 
Yes. And um, he would just talk. Mm-hmm. And if you were around him enough, he would retell the stories that he's already told you. Yeah. And then he'd retell them again because he didn't realize, right? So, like, I'd get the same story three times. And as his son, I'd be like, oh, my God, right? Whereas if it was like your dad, I'd just sit there and be like, oh, yeah, that's crazy, William. That's yeah, 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 yeah. But when it's your dad, you're like, dad, I know, dude. You've already told me a hundred times. Yeah, you were right. on the softball field. The rock kicked up. That. But, uh, and, I'll, and I'll tell you this, man. Um, my ex um, that I had previously, my last relationship, she lost her dad when she was 16 or 17, I think. Okay. And so she was was with me and she would see me get frustrated by my dad. Right. And her thing was always like really like QT, quality time, like just a little bit of that look, you know, I wish I could get annoyed by my dad. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And that and that and that certainly put it into perspective sometimes. Mm-hmm. Not all the time. No, sure. Sometimes sure. like, yo, yeah. dad, I know, dude. This is the sixth time you've told me about the, yeah. you know, the football field. Like, I get it. Right, right. You know, and sometimes he would like legitimately not remember that he told me. I don't, I don't think he ever remembered. Yeah. But like, you know, so that was a, a lesson or something that I, that I really like. I tried to quality time. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know, there's people who don't have this opportunity. And that was good for me because it changed the way that I looked at things. Not that I was ever mean or didn't, of you course know, a not. good son. Of but course like, not. I just yeah. embraced it a little bit more, and I think that was a positive thing going forward. Yeah. Know? Oh, I can tell you that after this went down, um, from you and I talking, and I was just in Southern California last weekend or the weekend before, uh, and I saw my cousin who had just lost his father, my uncle, and we did a little dedication on the podcast. Um, and he was talking about like, it just happened so fast, man. It just happened so quickly. He's like, you know, with your dad, my dad was in a car accident that should have killed him by all any means, stretch of the imagination. He should have been killed. I don't know how he survived. And from that car accident, he's had health issue after health issue after health issue. And my cousin was like, your dad just keeps kicking. He just keeps going. Whereas all of a sudden my dad seemed fine. And then he got up in the night, fell and that was it. He pretty didn't survive that. And uh, between talking with him about that and, and, and you and I having our conversations about your father, I'm like, God damn it, man. I got to go see my pops. You know what I mean? Right. How, how lucky am I like to have this opportunity still and, to, and I'm not taking full advantage of it. Not taking full advantage of it. He's only in Sacramento. It's an hour if I got nothing going on on a Saturday, if we're not here or I'm not doing something with my kids, I should be there as much as I can. And my dad has given me the open invitation anytime I want to come by. And I am going to make a concentrated effort to do that uh, because you just don't know. You know what I'm saying? You don't know. I'll tell you this, man. I would say for the, for the most part. Mm-hmm. I'm a pretty positive guy. Right. Yes. You may agree or disagree. I agree. I, I agree. AF. Yeah. Which means apple fritter, it by does. the way, not as fuck. I don't yeah, know what the, you assholes are talking no, about. No, no. AF is apple fritter. For hey, sure. did you guys know that Bill brought me the nation's best apple fritter today? I did. I as did. voted on by the 
RV club. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Lockford, California, baby. Yeah. If you're ever at the Donut Street Cafe in Lockford, California, they literally have a handwritten sign that says best apple fritter in the USA as voted by some RV club. Well. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, I walked in immediately. I will be the judge of that. And I'll be damned if that wasn't the best apple fritter I've ever eaten. Well, there it is. Delicious. I, I enjoyed it. It's I, very good. I still have a little bit. I'm trying to, I'm going to look forward to uh, when this episode's over, finishing off this apple yes, fritter. Yes, sir. AF. Yes, sir. That's right. Uh, generally positive guy. Yes. Um, and I do my best to try to find the silver lining, the, you know, the positives in any situation. And... Even in a situation as bad as this, I've been able to see a lot of positives. Right. You know, and and some people aren't capable of seeing that yet. Right. And some people aren't uh, willing to see that. Right. Um, but I had a discussion with my brother yesterday about how, you know, you know the uh, this is the uh, this is something that had happened because of what happened right. in his in his family in his life. Sure. Like this is a this is a this is a beautiful thing. It's a wasn't planned, but it's probably working out like it should have been. Mm -hmm. And it's because we had to go through this for his family. Right. And so it's those little things, you know what I mean? And uh I so I got two stories for you, man. Alright. And uh this one right here, I I, I should be alright. But uh I is mind blowing to me. So we're sitting in his hospital room, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they basically told us he had 12 to 36 hours to live. Right. Um, I think I messaged you and I was like, this is going down. You did. And, yeah. uh, you know, I was, I was like trying to figure out what to do with Mercy. Like, I didn't really have a game plan. Like, this was like out of the blue. Like, usually they're like, you know, we were thinking, you know, how long do you have? He's got one to two months max or he's got a month or right, like, right. maybe a week. Not right. 12 hours at 36, which is... Right fast yeah so I, I rush home from work like obviously i'm like a mess like emotionally i can't stay at work i need to come home so i can instead of going straight through i didn't have a plan for the dog so i had to come oh you nasty came over i gave him a key you know and at that point like i'd have been stuck in traffic so i just kind of sat and bs'd with oh you nasty for you know maybe an hour mm -hmm. and just kind of was around somebody you know and then i went up there and so all this thing is going on and and uh, it's um, it's clear he's at the end. Sure. And uh, my aunt, who is a um, so my, my my uncle was there, and uh, my actual uncle, Uncle Fred, his younger brother, and then my aunt, who's his sister, mm -hmm. were there. And my si my aunt had like the MLB app on with the Giants game. They were playing the Dodgers. Oh, just yeah. kind of like, yeah, you know, so dad could hear it or whatever. And uh, it was um, it was on in the background and, and it wasn't annoying to me, but just kind of having the background noise helped sometimes. You sure. Because there was a lot of, you know, solemn and, you know, right. It was not a happy time. You know? No. And, and, and I did my best to tell some jokes and kind of try to keep it a little light so people didn't really just, you know get two down and I, I felt like that's what my dad would have wanted me to do I think so and uh, so we're sitting there and um, Giants are losing three to one mm. and uh, 
they get into the bottom top of the ninth, and uh, they get a base hit, knock in and run. It's three to two. Mm. Bases are loaded, two outs. Mm. Three two. Mm-hmm. My dad passes away. Okay. Within like 30 seconds, the Giants get a hit and tie the game. Oh, wow. Wow. And then I was like, like I, I looked at my one of my family members and I was like, that just happened? And then the bases were still loaded. And I go, I swear to God, if they get a hit right now and take the lead, that's dad. Absolutely. Base hit to right, Giants score two runs, they end up winning the game 5-3. Oh, what an incredible story, man. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. It was like, like, literally, like, within five minutes yeah. of him passing, tying the game, taking the lead, beating the Dodgers. I and mean, as a lifelong Giants fan, you know that rivalry. That's it. Yeah. For that to all connect and happen right at that moment, I mean, that's... That's it. I mean, that's, I don't know, care what you believe or, or how you believe or who you believe in. That happened for a reason. Yeah. That's insane, man. That's what a great story. Yeah. That's, that's incredible. Uh, I'm, I'm taken aback by that, man. I didn't know that. That's, it, it was, uh, that's awesome. It was a thing where I was like, in my head, I was thinking it before it happened. I was like, right. Cause you know, I could tell that we were there and, uh, and uh, he, it, he passed, and then like, literally 15, 30 seconds, and they got a hit, and they tied it up. And of course, the guy on the radio is all excited, like, "Oh, he's got the hit! It's out of the tie game. The Giants have come all the way back." Right. Right. And I'm in the room, you know, Dad just passed, and I, I'm like, I looked at my family member, like, that just happened. Yeah. I swear to God, if they freaking take a lead right here, that's insane, dude. Yeah. And it happened, man. And then they won. And then it was, it was, uh, even my mom was like, you know, grabbed his hand and was like, good job. Good job, dad. Like, you know, so. Wow. Wow. That's so, powerful, man. Yeah. That's incredible, man. That's what a story. Yeah. Uh, so that was, uh, the, uh, the sad, I mean, good positive, but also sad story. You know? Right. Right. And, uh, I'll tell you this. Um, I told you an hour would go by fast. Oh, it always does. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else you'd like to add before we get out of here? And when we get out of here, what I'm going to do, we're going to switch it up. I'm going to tell a story real quick, and then we're going to go out with that. Yeah, man. I just would like to say how privileged I was to get to know the man, even though it was briefly. You know, we didn't get to spend a lot of time together. But, you know, how grateful I am because he's responsible for creating the man that I sit across from every single day. Uh, one of my best friends in the whole world, man. And uh, I am so grateful for that. And uh, grateful for the times I did get to chat it up with him and chop it up with him. As a fellow restaurant man who'd been in the trenches and the wars, you know, he'd come to see me at the restaurant I worked in. And it was always a bright spot and a bright moment and an otherwise hellish long day because i wasn't a fan of that job so right. you know what i mean like he brightened it up and 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 you know and i'm just so glad to be doing this with you man and to have you as a friend and i know that he's a big part of who you are as a man so i'm just grateful 
100%. I will tell you this, man. My mom and dad used to, there was a time where they would, they seemed to always end up at Marlene and Glenn's. Yes. Having breakfast, yes. whether it was Saturday or Sunday, mm-hmm. usually on the weekend. And every single time he would run into you, he'd tell me, right. hey, saw Bill. Yeah. I ran into Bill today. Oh, yeah, what's going on with Bill? Because it was like, it was in that era where we talked about like, there wasn't really Facebook yet or right. we were like, so like. That in between. I ver- I, occasionally, I think once or twice, I came up there and I saw you and right. had lunch or breakfast or whatever with them. And yeah, yeah. You know, but you're working and you're busting your ass, tired, sweating like a mofo. Yes, I sure right. was. Yeah. Looked like, looked like you took a grease bath. Poor that guy too. in the restaurant. Gravy and ranch dressing all up and down my apron and shirt. Yeah. I'm guessing you don't miss that at all. Not one iota. <laughs> but he would always do that. He was, there, there's a, there's a, a, there's a list of people he would always ask about. Yeah. He'd always ask about Bill. Even to this, you know, until he passed, he'd always ask about Eddie. He'd always ask about Bill. Right. He'd always ask about my my old um my old boss Agnes. Right. Don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. Funny story when he was in the hospital, um <laughs> he goes, "Have you talked to Agnes?" Right? He's and I was like, this was probably a couple, two or three weeks before he passed. And I was like, yeah, right. a little bit. He's like, she's not your boss anymore, right? And I was like, no. Yeah. Are you going to date her now? <laughs> and I was like, what? He's like, you guys should date. I can see you guys together. And I was like, I don't know, man. I'll ask her. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, I was just like, like, Agnes is super cool. And I think she's... She's one of my favorite people in the world. Right. Um, and theoretically, you know, it could work. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. ages, both being single, like yeah, yeah, yeah. our personalities. And I guess that's what he was putting together. I don't know. Sure. I don't know if it's because she kind of looks like my ex a little bit. Ah, Part Asian. Okay. Black okay. hair, shorter. I don't know if why, but I just, it was so out of the blue. Even Pops knows you have a type. I was like, what? I love that. I love it, man. Like, yeah. he was like, like, he was in one of those spaces where he was kind of out of it. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, he was kind of talking, but not really talking, and then medicated, and like, all of a sudden, he was like, hey, hey, <laughs> if you were a hot dog, would you eat yourself? I would. Yeah. I'd be delicious. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. After Cubs that, win. After that giant, after that, uh. Giants game story you told me. I think you better listen to the man because he might be know something we don't know. That was a spiritual thing coming through on him. You just never know, man. And and it was so funny. Agnes, she said, Agnes, if yeah. you're listening, she's not. No, okay. Uh, maybe she is. I yeah. Know. One thing that I've learned about this podcast is that uh, people you're, are listening that I don't know. You're surprised at who's listening. I am yeah. too on occasions. Yes. Like I'll just be like da da da, and they're like, hey man, I was crazy about this, and I'll be like, what the fuck. Oh, God, I guess I can't talk about you anymore Shit. on the show. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it was funny that he brought up the Agnes thing, but she he always asked about, always asked about Agnes That's and awesome. Bill and Eddie yeah. and Justin. And, well, yeah. I'm honored. Yeah. I'm honored. And so uh, what I did want to do real quick is I wanted to tell you this story. And when you think about your dad or you think about your mom, and, and I think I've talked about this a little bit, like, I've said things to Justin, my son, so many things over the last 20 years or whatever, right? 
And sometimes I'm like trying to make a point and I'm like, this is something that's very important. You need to listen, boy. Right. Boy. Yeah. Boy, I'm trying to help you. Boy, I say boy. I've been there. I've been there. I said, I said, tired. Oh, tired. My, my body weary. <laughs> my body is weary right now. I so. can imagine. And then sometimes like I'll just be talking. Like when we're out doing stuff or whatever, right? Right. Not trying to specifically make a point. Right. Or if I am, I just say it in passing. Yes. You know what I mean? Like situational advice or situational story, Mm -hmm. you know, because that's what we're dealing with in front of our face. And there's been several times where I will say something, not think about it. And then Justin has come back to me like 10 years later. He's like, hey, Pops, remember when you told me this? And I was like, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> right? And he's like, you don't remember when you told me this? And I was like, no. He's like, remember we were by the Sonic? I had gotten the tater tots with the chili on them. Uh, E40 was playing. And we saw that one girl with a red polka dot skirt. And nice. I was like, no. That, that girl. No. Yeah. Oh, that girl. <laughs> but it, like to him, yeah. it's like clear as day, right? Right. So so I want to tell the story but when we get when we get out of here. So you want to say anything before we're out? I, th- I think I've said... Okay. I, I think it's more appropriate for you to take us out on this one, man. All right. So we learn and we hear a lot of things in our lives. And one thing you kind of take from your parents, you learn from your parents. We've always spent our entire lives being like, I'm not going to be like my dad. I'm not going to be like my mom. And sure. One day you wake up in your 30s and you're like, shit, I'm them. It happened. Yep. It's just what it is, man. Yep. And you're old enough to realize that's not a bad thing. No. Um, usually. Right. Some right. parents, some people yeah, are yeah. like, yeah, that's not Yeah, if your bad. dad's Hitler or something, yeah. yeah. That, that would be the extreme side, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking like a jail or a druggie. Right. Or but Hitler, we'll go with Hitler. Hitler well, works. He's come up on the show before. Yeah, your dad's Stalin, but that's fine. <laughs> We've mentioned Hitler before, so I figured what the heck. So I wanted to tell this story. I was in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Never picked up a basketball in my life. Right. I wanted to play basketball. Mm-hmm. I'd watched, it was around the time the Kings had come to town. Mm. I'd watched a, an NBA game. Mm-hmm. I was infatuated, infatuated with the game. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, as you know, um, baseball, soccer. I was very good at football when we'd play like on the playground and stuff. Very athletic guy. I wanted to play basketball. So we didn't have a rim, hoop or rim. It was back in the days when like basketball wasn't a huge thing. So there wasn't like, rec leagues and stuff in right, our right. county yet. Yeah. So like you either played on the on the on the school team or you didn't or you played this like you know what I mean? Right. Like I played more dodge kickball or prison dodgeball than I played oh, basketball dear. in my that life. That was huge, yeah. Yeah. Uh reigning nineteen uh, uh fourth grade champion, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I have a certificate. I love it, man. Certificate. And uh so one weekend he takes me down to Soda Creek Elementary. Mm-hmm. And I've got no skills. I don't know anything. And I think I know how to dribble. I don't. I think I know how to shoot. I don't. Right? My dad knows enough to be like, this is how you shoot. This is how you do. It was always difficult for my dad because he was right-handed. Mm. I'm left-handed. Mm-hmm. So, like, he was, like, trying to tell me how to do things but the opposite way. Right, right. You know what I mean? So, like, that's hard to do. Oh, 100%. Um, when yeah. you're trying to teach and coach somebody. But he did a great job. Um. And so I was shooting and doing layups and doing all these things. And uh, I missed. And uh, 
they're doing something else and I missed and whatever, right? And I was like, oh, it was so close. Mm-hmm. And, I, and then I made it. Mm-hmm. And then I made another one. And he goes, he's like, good shot. You know, good job. There you go. And I was like, no, nah, I was just lucky. Mm-hmm. And he told me, hey, you got to get close to get lucky. Right. And I've never forgot that. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was just him teaching me basketball. For him, it was just him teaching me basketball out on a on an elementary school playground. Right. Back in the day when you could actually just go onto the campus and play basketball and a fear of being sued. Right. But to me, like that was like a life lesson. Yeah. Like I've always thought no matter what I'm doing, if I can just get close and be good enough to be close, then maybe I'll get lucky. Right. I play sports now. Mm-hmm. Life. Right. Just get close. If you get, you can't get lucky if you don't get close. Right. You got to get close to get lucky. That's right. And so that's one of the things that, that, uh, always kind of stuck with me. It's awesome. And I, and I brought it up to him once and I was like, Hey, do you remember when you told me this? He said, no, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> In classic Randy fashion. So I, uh, I certainly, uh, is, I appreciated it. Um, and then I, and, and that story came full circle to me when Justin brought mm. up to me a while back. Like, hey, you remember when you told me this? And I was like, no, I don't know what you were talking about. No clue. Yeah. So, uh, rest in peace, Randy. Yes, sir. Rest Pops, in peace. Pops, you will be missed, and I promise you will not be forgotten. Uh, the amount of joy and uh, love that you brought to the world and so many people uh, will have a long-lasting effect on uh, not only myself and our family, but the people that... Uh, you have reached mm. and uh, made an impact on, which was clear by the celebration of life. So, Absolutely. Uh, until the next time, we'll see you on the 209. Peace. Peace.